Hello and welcome back, Horror Movie Crew, episode 13. I'm Josh. Hey, y'all. What's up? It's Jess. Oh, wow. Wow. It's very powerful. <laughs> it was very powerful. I kind of missed the singing, though. I'm sorry. I'm sure other people do, too. That Maybe was, someday. That was like a half sing. Hmm. It kind of was. Yeah. It may have been the only joy that anyone had in their entire life was listening to you sing. And you've Just taken that from them. Trying to do some different things. I'll do something different every time. Oh, wow. Guys, what I'm hearing is she's open <laughs> to suggestions. <laughs> huh? How you guys been? Good. Great. Yeah. yeah, good. Just good. Just great. Good, great. Good, great. Good. How about you? How um, are you? I'm like going through recording withdrawals. I got spoiled because we were recording like twice a week. Yeah. And then we went down to once a week again. I know. The schedules just weren't lining up. They're not. They're not. But the good thing is we had so many um, recordings already that... We have options. We Like Jessica, we like our options. Or you like options. I like options. I wish everybody could see your hair right now, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> it was from Jessica singing. It blew it up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> it just stayed that way. Oh, Lord. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I like to record. We should start recording like six times a week. Like every day we'll find out a new episode. Someday when we can just quit our day jobs, then yeah. we can do that. You guys have day jobs? We'll yeah. get to that in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, so uh, last episode, Jessica pleaded with people to ask us questions, and we had a... a, a, a very um how do i put this politely um a dedicated listener asked us some questions and apparently as i was reading them earlier seth said i was acting like a little bitch yeah he was like <laughs> i like this one and this one that's a no for these <laughs> yeah i did not sound like that well, i was in a text in my head you mm. sounded that way i don't i don't agree i don't agree at all mm. well you know what with with that being said why don't we hop into Truth, Truth, No Dare? We'll just go ahead and go into it. We've already talked about it. Let's just jump right into it. Okay. Do you have the questions, Jess? I do. Oh, how great. They're just right here. Go ahead. Palm of my hand. Go ahead. There's like 12 of them, right? There's five. <laughs> okay. So this was from Cat B. Mm. So you're going to go like one by one and we each answer? Yeah, we can do one? that. Okay. Let's do sure. that. Sure. Let's just do that. We're okay. an equal opportunity <laughs> podcast here. Number one, what are your day jobs? Jess. So I'm an <laughs> office manager. All right. For my brother's company. Mm-hmm. It's called AAA Natural Stone. You should check it out. Wow. <laughs> Free plug. Nice. <laughs> but yes, that's what I do. Huh. Yeah. What, what about you, Seth? What do you do? I'm a quality supervisor for a Ooh. manufacturing company. Ooh. Yeah. You guys are like serious. That's, that's sexy though, isn't it? Sexy. Quality Tried. supervisor. Say a little deeper. Quality supervisor. <laughs> 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 oh, and it's as exciting as it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I am a uh, professional podcast host, and my wife works, and I just sit at home and don't work and do podcasts. That's awesome. Yeah. You have that interpretive dance gig you do now and then. That's true. I'm also um, a professional sign language um, communicator. ASL. Yes. Yeah. So uh, sometimes Seth hires me in to come into his companies, and when he has an employee that requires sign language, I'll stand behind him. Um, an not in a sexual way, but I'll stand behind him and um, use my fingers. I think it's sexual <laughs> for sure. That sounds very sexual. <laughs> very sexual. <laughs> sometimes a fist. It depends. Uh, <laughs> it depends. 
So see, huh. we're pretty we're pretty professional. Yeah. Individuals. Yeah. <laughs> Super supervisors and managers. Yeah, it's real exciting lives. And then we we're doing this shit. <laughs> yeah, for fun. <laughs> and then we get rude people on the internet that talk shit. Tanya Harding, four four four. They've already been forgotten. I didn't forget. I never forget. Number two, other than <gasps> horror, what's your favorite movie genre? Hmm. Other than horror, I'll go first. Uh, mine is comedy. I would have to say romantic comedy. Ooh, rom coms. Those movies get me. Really? Like, what? What's your favorite rom com? Oh God, there's too many to name. Is it because that's generally people say that when they can't think of one? What? Yeah. See, look, you now you're what? Like, cause you can't uh, think of one. You can't name one rom com right now. Name one, quick. Off never top of your been head. kissed. All right. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Love Actually is probably my favorite. Hmm. I've probably seen that the most. Okay. I was gonna say comedy as well. Seth went subgenre. But I really like yeah. like super depressing movies too. Hmm. <laughs> like dramas. Really? So I don't know. I'm kind of like on the fence. Like yes, like, like indie snuff films. Snuff films. What's that? No, those are porns. <laughs> oh. Oh, does that count? Because if that was it, that'd probably be my second favorite. No. Porn? Is yeah. that really called a snuff film? That's a different type of porn. Oh. Seth's really into the porn. He knows about <laughs> porn. Um, those are like fucked up ones. It's like where they watch someone like kill somebody. Oh. Yeah, that was like real fucked that up. That sounds ones. awful. Yeah. So do you like Neat. to sit around and cry <laughs> when you watch movies? Is that why you like sad <clears throat> movies? I don't really even like cry a whole lot. I guess I'd like the depressing movies i don't know why i'm like drawn to them it's like my mom wants to like watch movies where like she cries through the whole movie and i just don't understand it like the lifetime oh yeah type movies oh yeah oh yeah yep 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 yep. there's only like eight hundred thousand of those mm. lifetime movies yeah she's into that yeah so comedy would be would be mine that actually be a good gig yeah. to be a lifetime movie actor because you probably get paid pretty well you're not famous enough to like have your life ruined mm. that's true I don't know. I feel like they're probably not well respected within the industry. Like oh. if you went somewhere, they'd be like, oh, there's, there's Seth. He's that <laughs> lifetime guy. Wasn't Fear a lifetime movie? Was it? No. Maybe. We'll have to Google it. My internet shut off. Sorry. Oh, Haven't paid the bills. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Number three. If I made a good request, could I return to the wheel? Cat B is asking... Yes. If he can return to the wheel Okay, someday. so that's one yes if he makes a good suggestion. I Jess? think yes. So that's yeah. two yeses so far. My question, and you guys know I like to, <laughs> I like to go pretty in-depth with my answers on just about any question. He states, can you, re can you restate the question, please? If I made a good request, could I return to the wheel? Why the fuck didn't he make a good request the first time? I think maybe he thought he did. And There's then probably when a lot we of people reviewed it, it was he was like, oops. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my answer to question. And I'm outvoted. So obviously the, the general consensus is yes. But my answer, absolutely fucking not. He'll get over it, Cat B. Don't worry You'll be back it. on the wheel someday. Yeah. Tell promised. him to send in a request. We'll analyze it. <laughs> send a P it, private message it to Jessica. We'll say it's from somebody yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> send, me, send me a PM. A PM or a DM <laughs> or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> Okay, so number four is what's your favorite season? Halloween mm -hmm. season is mine. Fall for mm -hmm. me. Fall. I love fall. We're all fall. That was probably the easiest one. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Are we going to do a Halloween party this year? We should. I, I think we're going to do one at the house. I thought you were having it. I think we are. A big one. A big one. Yeah, a big one. Everybody's invited who's listening. Gordon's hot dogs <laughs> for all. <laughs> 
<laughs> we got that tater salad. Got them name brand wieners. So number five was favorite vacation spot. Ooh. Mm. Mm, Outer Banks, North Carolina for me. Hmm. Why? You want to elaborate on that? I like the beach. I know you hate the beach. I hate the beach. That's love true. Love the beach. What love do you love the about ocean. the beach? I just like it. Mm. It's fun. I like boogie boarding. And you like sand in your butt crack? I like sand all up in my crevices. Mm. I don't like that. I don't know. I just like it. Jess? I mean, I didn't go there on vacation. I went for work, but it's my favorite place I've been so far was Montreal. Hmm. Ooh. It's very, very pretty. Montreal, Canada. Yes. No, Montreal, Ohio. The people weren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Montreal, Ohio. It's about an hour out. They have one Kroger and a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> it's within walking distance of an Arby's. Well, that's always a good plus. <laughs> that is a plus for sure. <laughs> that's on the oh, Airbnb shit. website. <laughs> huh. uh, mine would be the mountains of Tennessee. Yes. I get paid to talk for a living. So like when I'm on vacation, I don't want to talk to anybody. Well, makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it? Yes. I feel like most people say like beaches, but I would much rather be like in woodsy I mean, I like that too. areas. I like that too. So I have to pick one. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh that's God, me. That dude scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> oh, so outside of the uh, house here, uh, the neighbors mowing the field. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just see somebody like go by real fast on a mower. I was like, yeah, he oh. rides that mower like Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> Did for real. Hope he doesn't crash. Is that like, a zero turn, like Dale. R.I.P. Dale. I, no, hell no. He doesn't even have the fucking cover on the hood of it, dude. Like, look oh. at that thing. You can see. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, see the inner workings. Yeah. So it's a tractor. Okay, so is that all of our questions from Cat B? That was it. So at Cat B on Twitter, thank you for um, sending us those questions. We do appreciate it. If anybody else has any questions and they want to submit them, send them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Email us. PM, DM. PM, DM. <laughs> Fax, mail. CM. Fax, mail. I'd really love to receive like some letters. physical mail. Like somebody actually snail mails it? Yeah. Do we, people still do that? I mean, no. We have to get a P.O. box if we're going to do that. We need some pen pals. Yes. I don't want any pen pals. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Someone will send us anthrax. I mean, that's pretty something. much what we're already doing when we talk to other, <laughs> collaborate with other people. <laughs> Via internet, Shit, which is but how easier. exciting would it be to read a letter? Uh, it <laughs> wouldn't. I think it'd be horrible. Um, mm -hmm, great. <laughs> so you guys listening or watching? What are you guys watching right now? I know you're like balls deep in this MMA movie, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> like oh, you, got, you got my fucking wife watching this shit. Dude. Is she watching it? Yeah, I fucking <laughs> walked through the house to get a sandwich for lunch and she's in there watching these fucking dudes like wrestle around baby old up. Oh Fuck, yeah. I need to watch this. It's good. You didn't tell me that homeboy from Texas Chainsaws. In I it. meant to, I was going to bring it up. He's like buff. Which he one? Is. Which dude? Um, what was his name in it? I can't remember. Shit. He's the goofy guy with the glasses. He's the one that gets hung from the um, chandelier oh, in yeah. the house and cut yeah. nuts yeah. up. Well, is that what you called it? Nuts up? Nuts <laughs> up. Maybe. From the nuts up? That was me. <laughs> that was you from the nuts up. <laughs> Yeah, he's in it. He's real cut up in it. Hot. He's hot, yeah. He's my favorite character. Mm -hmm. Jay. Mm. He's funny as fuck. He is? He's funny. He's very eccentric. You have to watch that. I'm just impressed that he got that jacked. Yeah. 
Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Hey, for the right amount of money. It's a good show. There's only three seasons on there. You can kind of blow through them real, real fast. Is it hour, half hour? Yeah. Um, an hour. Hour. Like four. I think they're like 45 minutes, but they okay. kind of like go back and forth between that and an hour. Hmm. Is it a Netflix show? No, it was a direct TV show. And then oh. ne- I guess Netflix picked it up and there's going to be a new season hmm. soon. Sweet. Intriguing. What are you watching? I'm not really watching anything. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you are so <laughs> I don't watch a lot of TV in the summer because I'm usually outside. Grilling. 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 Huh. Interesting. I started Umbrella Academy. Have you guys watched it? I watched like the first two episodes. I need to catch back up. Oh, okay. I couldn't get into it in the first season. Really? No. I guess oh, I got to try it again. I heard it's really good. Did you watch the whole new season? I'm like uh, three-fourths of the way through the first season. It's really good. Because yeah. I started watching The Order at the same time. And I liked it better, so. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Whatever. It's good stuff. It's Banshee. That's another one that I kind of started. Have <laughs> you seen it? That's a show. Yes. I've never heard of it. No. What's it about? <laughs> Banshee. It's <good>. <laughs> Banshee. <laughs> it's about like an inmate that gets out of prison, and then he becomes the sheriff. Oh. For what? <laughs> you're just gonna have to check be. it out. It's. Is it like a funny movie? Like. No, it's like a drama. Is it sad? Show. Not really. It's like uh, a drama okay. action mm. kind of thing. Drama action. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Interesting. All right. Well, hey, I'm going to do some shout outs real quick. Um, our good friends up in Canada, a podcast on Elm Street. We're going to be doing um, kind of like a mashup episode with them for next week. Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be the same week. So this week, yeah, Chuck goes to the movies. He did a... Um, collaboration with a podcast on elm street for the mad mac the the fury road mad max fury road that podcast is really good um so yeah check those guys out we've been talking online on instagram i think we're gonna be doing some um guest episodes with some other podcasts soon so that'll cool. be fun that'll Yay. be fun they don't want seth on though they think he's an asshole they said after that scream 2 um showing by <laughs> seth showing. we don't know if he can come on he was oh, very shut the fuck up bitchy i was a little bitchy that day Mm. (laughs) all right that's fine um yeah so you guys ready to jump into the discussion or what let's jump in all right well hey the movie this uh this week is seth's movie he picked this this is again our 13th horror movie crew episode the movie is killer condom (laughs) seth's pick killer condom yeah yep Seth, why did you pick this movie? I had seen it a long time ago, and I'd forgotten about it, and I thought it was hilarious at the time. I uh-huh. thought it was again when I watched it. Okay. I just thought it'd be fun to do something different instead of our usual mainstream movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. And I really just wanted to hear you read the <laughs> descriptions of the scenes. I'm excited. I'm very excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, obviously, how many times have you seen this movie? Mm, this might have been like the third. Okay, yeah. Jess, have you ever had you ever seen this movie? Before? I had not. Okay, I definitely have never had never seen this movie. This is my first watch as well. So Seth, where were you at the first time you saw this movie? Uh, there was a group of us that watched it on a projector, actually, mm-hmm. circa I don't know, two thousand eight, maybe. Wow. Mm. Drunk, of course. We thought it was hilarious. I don't even know who knew about it or how we even found it. Interesting. Yeah. Was um, the entire movie in German the first time you watched it? Mm-hmm. So this movie is 
based in New York City. All of the um, audio, all of the talking is in German. Yep. And there are English subtitles. Yes. So basically, you have to read this movie. Yep. Okay. Which I know you're not happy about. <laughs> Stop staring uh, at we'll, me. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to that. Okay, so our characters in this movie, and correct me because I had a hell of a time trying to, to, to fucking keep up with this movie. We've got uh, Luigi Macaroni. Yep. That's our main character. Yep. Okay, <laughs> Detective Macaroni. Um, we had Detective Sam. I didn't catch his last name. I never got it. I okay. Saying, I don't know if they ever said, actually. Um, there's Bob or Bobette. <laughs> yep. Bobette. Who is our... Um, Babette. Babette. Babette, okay. She's our resident drag queen. So she is a drag queen. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we um, also have Dr. Doris mm-hmm. and a young escort by the name of Billy. Yeah, he's a gigolo. He's a gigolo. This was directed by Martin Waltz. Is Martin Waltz famous for anything else? Not that I know. I, I didn't look him up other than this, but I can't think of anything else that I would know. Oh, Mr. The Troma, the company that produces these, is pretty well known for these cult classic type movies. Mm-hmm. I've got a list of these later we can talk about during Getting Lit and Talking Shit. Oh, of their movies? Uh-huh. Yeah, there's some interesting uh, titles. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get into that. But they're known for like low-budget horror films. Yeah. Seth, why don't you uh, go ahead and hit us with the synopsis? Let's let our, our, our valued listeners know... What this movie's about? It's kind of a long one. I just pulled it offline. (laughs) (laughs) A lecherous college professor takes a student to a sleazy New York motel and becomes the first victim of a sharp-toothed, murderous condom. Assigned to the case, Luigi Macaroni, a gay cop, visits the motel, picks up young hustler Billy, and takes him to a room where they barely escape intact from an attack by another vicious prophylactic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow. Marconi must then overcome the understandable doubts of his superiors to launch a full investigation into the deadly condoms. You did a great job. Is it Marconi or Macaroni? It's Macaroni, I think. I mean, all the names are stupid in this movie. They're supposed to be. Oh. I called him Detective Mac. Yeah, uh, I called him Mac most of the time. Mac. Well, I started switching over to Mac. I started with Luigi, then I went to Macaroni, and then... Uh, I think I went from Mac to Luigi somewhere Mac. halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> Mac and me. Well, Mac and me. <laughs> Here we go. You guys ready to hop into Killer Condom? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Crack that fucking can. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you like this movie. Uh, I'm just wound up today. <laughs> we haven't recorded for a while. So. He's bound up and wound up. Here we Ooh. go. Oh, fucking see. Somebody help me, please. Scene one, opening scene. The movie opens with a traffic scene. Someone gets out of a cab in front of a hotel, and we see him take a girl into a hotel. Phyllis is her name, and it's the Hotel Quickie. Oh, wow, dude. You <laughs> like did a lot better than I did. So, yes, we're at the Hotel Quickie. The gentleman asked the hotel manager for a condom dispenser. In the room, we can hear people in the other rooms having sex. So clearly, this is a hotel that you would go to. Oh, um, yeah. Because the clerk tells them yeah. the condoms are provided on the nightstand. That's an important part of this. Mm, as okay. part of the service. Okay. So, yeah, it's a fuck hotel. Yeah, definitely not someplace you'd take your family <clears throat> on vacation. I wonder That's if they provide condoms at most hotels. Do you think they do? You could probably 
get one at the counter, I wonder. I bet you'd have to get onto like the little um, store area and buy one. I don't think there's handing out rubbers. No, but I feel like they right? wouldn't be out. You'd probably have to ask. Who the fuck uses a condom? Come on. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Fucking sailors. Those are the people that use condoms. I feel like they wouldn't use a condom. You Mm-mm. go up to like the Marriott desk and they hand you one and it's got like the Marriott on it Simone. and everything. Huh. Maybe we need a horror movie crew condoms. Yes. Huh? Let's do it. What's just this like the emblem on the tip? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> you fucking awesome. All right. Um, we find out that the man <clears throat> is the girl's professor, and he is blackmailing her into sex with him for a good grade. The man puts mm-hmm. the condom on, and it bites off his dick, splattering blood all over the girl. All over her mouth and oh, face. It's everywhere. Once again. Johnny Depp mouth <clears throat> scene. So during this scene, um, the guy's like really... Uh, she does not want to have sex with this guy. He's kind of blackmailing her into it. Yeah, he's and he's like, what are your parents going to say if you fail? And blah, blah, blah. So she starts yeah. like bawling and taking off her clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is obviously a horror comedy, um, or supposed to be at least, if you find this. But when movie. he puts the condom on, it's making like noises. It's like... <laughs> yeah, so throughout the movie, the condoms <laughs> make these really over-the-top, weird, squeaky noises. It's kind of um, cute until you see it's mouth reminds me of like a furby i put that i wrote that down <laughs> did it really <laughs> so it sounds like a furby that's what it sounds like um all right scene two at the police station the gentleman smoking walks through the police station and walks through um a line of like hookers so there's like hookers and um gigolos i guess everywhere mm. we find out the man's name is luigi i called him macaroni yeah i think it was macaroni all right um, we find out there have been four dicks bitten off by the condoms at this hotel. They believe that the girls are just playing dumb, and they are actually the ones who are eating the penises off of the men. Yep. Macaroni meets the young girl's parents. He tells the parents that uh, when they find the girl, <laughs> when they found the girl, the man's penis was on the floor. He tells them that New York is much different than Oklahoma, and she'll only pick up bad habits here. The penis was under the bed. Is that where it was at? <laughs> yeah, and he says, in the sleaziest hotel in New York, your daughter bit off a college professor's penis. Yeah. Her dad was kind of a yeah. dick. Her dad? Yeah. He's Why? like, come on now. Like, mm. tell us what happened. We came all the way from Farmville. He did have like a cowboy hat on and a mustache. Because well, they were from Farmville, Oklahoma. 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 Yeah. Oklahoma. <laughs> and why is Macaroni always wearing sunglasses? I think they're trying to... So I think this movie also makes fun of, like, American culture. Yes. So it's supposed to look like, you know, I guess an 80s detective and those shows always have, mm. like, the trench coat and sunglasses on. And mm. Okay. He was always, he had a ciggy hanging out of his <clears throat> mouth. The whole time. time. This guy got cancer just for making this movie. I like when people talk while they have the cigarette in their mouth. And it, like, know, bob- just, it like, bobbles around. That's just, a skill. It's just hanging out. <laughs> I wonder how if do, I could do How that. do they do it? I don't know. I don't know if I ever did that when I smoked. I bet you did. You look trashy. Like you'd be the type of person that would do that. Because you kind of have to like talk out of the side of your uh, mouth. Like. Yeah, I might have. I don't remember. I could definitely see you doing it. What? <laughs> Scene three: Dirty Taxi and back at the hotel. Macaroni's sitting in a dirty taxi. Um, there's a voiceover talking about New York and how horrible it is. Um, even good girls from Oklahoma end up biting off some guy's dick. Yes. So <laughs> basically, I think he's talking about how. In New York, you kind of lose touch with reality, right? Yeah, because of all the sleazy stuff he's seen. Yes. Um, We find out he's from Sicily. 
Yes. Oh, that is when he goes through his whole family heritage of being from Sicily. And he does that several times when that like <laughs> cheesy Italian music comes out. I just put, I put the, he has a lot of moments of reflection yeah. and contemplation about love and life. Yeah. Yes, he does. It all comes out at the end of the movie in his big speech. But, um, so we see him walk through the city and buy a strip club called the Playpen. Macaroni ends up in a drag club and in the same hotel where the condom incident happened the night before. Yep, hotel Quickie. The hotel worker tells him how horrible the room is. There's blood all over the bathroom all over the bedroom it goes from the bathroom to the bed blah 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 obviously these condoms um that are eating off penises as we saw earlier they're they're shooting blood everywhere there's a whole lot of blood everywhere right making a mess why didn't they clean the fucking room in this hotel Mm, just saying i mean i guess there would be a lot of blood if you bit off a erect penis oh my god (laughs) Macaroni sees a young man standing across the room. He's clearly interested in this young Ooh, man. Hot Billy. He tells the hotel attendant. I knew you'd think that. He is hot. Oh, God. He totally tell- bang that dude. <laughs> Can I continue? Yeah. He tells the hotel attendant he wants the keys to room 308 to investigate. He and the young man start to walk toward the elevator, and the drag queen comes over and talks to him about their previous time together. Babette. Bubbit. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, it's getting serious. Um, yeah, she's pissed. Macaroni tries to get to the elevator, and um, the man, Bob, we, he's calling him Bob at this point, um, keeps following him and gets in the elevator with with the two gentlemen. So now we've got Bob, or Bobette, Billy, and um, Macaroni in the, in the elevator. This seems very odd. Um, they're like arguing, <clears throat> and he's like talking about their relationship. You can tell that, that Mac's not into... Bob and Babette saying, my therapist says, I look like your mother and you want me and all this weird shit. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. As they get out of the elevator, Bob follows them to their room. Macaroni tells Bob to forget about him. They have an awkward exchange outside the elevator before Macaroni and the young boy, Hooker, go into room 308. Anything you want to talk about there, Seth? Yeah, because Mac says that when they had sex, it lasted three minutes and he fell asleep halfway through. I bet calls him a Sicilian faggot. <laughs> See, you must have missed all this. Mac gets really pissed off, and that's when he goes in the room. Hmm. Okay. Scene four. Back in room 308. The boy asks him about the weird exchange and asks Macaroni if he's a cop. He tells him to pretend he's an insurance salesman if that helps. They both get undressed, and we see a shadow of Macaroni's huge dick go across the <laughs> prostitute's face. 32 centimeters. Which is roughly, what, 12 inches? Yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> the shadow of it. Like, that made me laugh. Yeah, so there's a big shadow of a hog going across <laughs> Billy, the prostitute's face, showing that Macaroni's got... He's a well-endowed gentleman. As they start to mess around on the bed, we see a condom on the nightstand uh, start to unwrap itself. And it's making the squeaky noises. Yes, yes. It jumps off the nightstand and goes under the dresser. Macaroni uses a lighter underneath the dresser to look for the condom. Large teeth are shown, and the condom bites Macaroni's testicles. Yep. Wow. He got a nut. Mm, He got that nut. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness they were using their own rubber. Uh, Billy said he has black ones. He likes those better. That's what Macaroni says? Billy. That's why he didn't put it on his dick. Mm, Okay. Scene five at the (laughs) hospital. Macaroni's friend Sam comes to visit the hospital and brings him a rose. Did you guys find this odd? Yeah. I don't think it's his... I think it's another detective, right? It's Sam. Yeah, it's his partner. I don't know if they're like friends, but... Oh, from the exchange I got, I kind of thought Sam had a thing for him, but... 
Did you notice someone died right when he walked in? The other person in the room. Yes. So th- there's another person <laughs> in the room that, that oh, does die they when flat he flatline and there. they don't even like pay attention. Mm. Uh, the man Sam is upset that Macaroni was with the young man. I think he gives him like a uh, like a sermon about you shouldn't be out doing this, Macaroni. Basically. They have a heated exchange and then the nurses interrupt them. They tell Macaroni that he'll be fine and should be good to go. Uh, this is where we actually find out that the the killer condom bit off his right testicle, correct? Yeah, he says it did. Okay. And that they saw found a cowboy running half naked through the street screaming. Mm, <laughs> not good. <laughs> Scene six, back at the hotel. We cut back to the hotel and we see a bunch of different people having sex. And then all of them have their dicks cut off by the condoms or bitten off by the condoms. We, biting dick montage. Yes, big biting <laughs> dick montage. We cut to Macaroni back at the police station and find out that there have been 13 more incidents of dicks being bitten off. Wow. You're excited. <laughs> Jessica's headbutted her microphone. She was so excited. Dicks. Mm. <laughs> Macaroni believes that the hotel is full of the dick-eating condoms. We also find out that the condom <laughs> bit off Macaroni's right nut. He shows it to him, too. He does show it to them, yes. His partner Sam doesn't believe him, and he pulls out his ball sack and shows him that he's not fucking around. <laughs> he is missing a right nut. Uh, they argue back and forth about the condom and what's really happening. Is it really biting off dicks? Question mark. He's like, what should I do? Send officers there to frisk condoms? Yeah, I have that written down, too. That's <laughs> mm, mm, so funny. Mm, mm. Scene seven, Macaroni in the subway. Macaroni has a conversation with himself in the subway on his way back to the hotel. Another he, Italian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, they discuss how the condoms, or he's really talking to himself at this point, yeah. but he's talking about how the condoms are in different rooms. So is it really one person? Are we, there really condoms? We, we don't know. know. We don't We don't fucking know. Yeah. Pinch poke, yo, me coke. Yank it, suck it. Bend me over and fuck it. The man Bob starts messing okay. with macaroni again and tells him that the condom bit his entire dick off. What? What is Bob talking about? Babette. Oh, Babette? Yes. Which part are you at? Are we back at the hotel? No. This uh, He goes from the subway to the hotel. He goes back into the hotel and he runs into Bob in the lobby and macaroni lies to Bob and tells him Remember, because Bob likes macaroni, so... Oh, but before that, Luigi's asking the clerk about where he gets the condoms. Because mm. <clears throat> he says they're yeah. wholesale and not even wrapped. I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Oh, because he's got that box of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sorry, I missed a lot of the, the dialogue in this you movie. You did have to pause a lot because it was really fast. He said they were cheaper. Yeah. Like so I was like, good. So we're back, in, we're back in the hotel. Nah, I'm sorry. And Luigi, macaroni, he's talking to the uh, hotel clerk. He tells him that the condoms are purchased wholesale. They're not wrapped. He pulls out a box. He shows him these dried up nasty condoms. Then a fucking shoebox. Yes, they're gross. <laughs> then Bobette shows back up and is hitting on Macaroni, still trying to get back with Macaroni, and that's when Macaroni lies to Bob and tells him that yeah. the condom bit his entire dick off. She says, you won't get rid of me that easily. Mm-hmm. Macaroni goes back outside and lights up a cigarette. This guy smokes the entire movie. Oh, yeah. We see someone across the street pretending to read a paper, but they're clearly watching Macaroni. Stop. Hmm. This guy had, like some awkward sunglasses on too, didn't he? Weren't they like the? They were like octagon shape. Yeah, they, they were, were really weird. weird. Scene eight: An unexpected visitor. Macaroni walks home and talks more about how his dick is huge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just like a whole monologue about his dick. He gets home and the young man is sitting outside his apartment. This is Billy. Mm. Billy the hooker. 
They go in, and the young man tells him that he owes him money. Then he asks if he can see him again. Macaroni tells him no and makes the boy leave. Yeah, I said if it hadn't been for the condom, they would have had a good time, and he wouldn't have even charged. Hmm. That is what Billy tells him. Yeah. Yes. You say he, his nut needs some R&R. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say. Uh, he did say my nut needs some R&R. <laughs> All right. Scene nine, the next day, Macaroni and Sam are back at the hotel and watching uh, a TV. On the TV, we can see... It's it like looks surveillance like surveillance footage. It's like the live camera. Yeah, so there's a live camera in a different room. Bob is in there. And it looks like they're having, uh, they're like doing like a stakeout in the hotel, right? Yeah. And I don't know if this is note when this is noted, but I don't think I have it written down. Bob is a former police officer, correct? Yeah, I think they were partners before, Bob and Mac. Okay, because Sam makes, um, that's when when they're watching this video. That's when Sam realizes that Bobette is Bob, the former police officer, right? Because doesn't he like, oh, this is disgusting, like that's who's Sam? Yeah, yeah, because he gets, I said Sam freaks out and leaves. Yes. Um, I don't know if like Sam or uh, Babette and Macaroni broke up and that's why they he left the force and became mm, a... He broke his heart. A, and uh, probably his asshole with that big dick. God, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Babette's on TV and they're watching the him mess around with another guy. Macaroni zooms in on the table and the condom starts <laughs> to move. He draws his gun and he goes into the room where Bob is at. <laughs> this part's so ridiculous. <laughs> Bob, Bob, Bob. <laughs> oh my god or it leaps off the table Bob takes the condom off and as he drops it Macaroni shoots it in the air it drops to the floor and is just a regular condom from another room we hear a woman screaming <laughs> Macaroni takes off down the hallway looking for the screaming woman as he opens a different door in the hotel we see different people having sex there's all kinds of bondage and all kinds of shit going, going on. on it's nuts finally he opens a door and we see a man screaming with blood all over his shirt. The killer condom <laughs> jumps off the bed and starts slithering down the hall. Macaroni chases it, shooting wildly like Yosemite Sam. It's got the penis I was in gonna, it, though. I was going to say, is it carrying the dick? Yes. Kind of, it's just like in the hallway <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It's, the dick is inside of it. <laughs> and there's like a circle of people just looking at this yeah, cut-off dick yeah, cause it in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> I said the condom drops the, pa- the penis in the hall and guests gather. And one of them's like, is that a cock? <laughs> guests gather. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he kills it in the hallway as a lady sits down <laughs> screaming oh my god scene 10 the pissed off police chief back at the police station the police chief is screaming at macaroni and sam because the press found out about the killer condom i never got his name i just called him the police chief i, did too. I don't know if it ever said it probably did sam and macaroni walk through the police station as their colleagues mm-hmm. watch them macaroni realizes that there's a posting on the wall of the young man billy that macaroni is in love with <gasps> <sighs> Poor Billy. Macaroni is immediately angry and starts yelling at the other officers. (laughs) (laughs) He tells them Billy is clean and they can let the rest of the hookers go as well. We cut to Macaroni getting out of a cab and talking about Billy. More more Italian music. Yes, it's (laughs) over the top here. Uh, Macaroni's at Billy's house as the police are ripping through all of his stuff. Macaroni makes the police officers leave and he searches the apartment himself. Macaroni checks Billy's answering machine, and there are multiple messages from men wanting to hook up. Slut. Did you see the sweet Beavis and Butthead poster? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. They shut yes. the door, and there's a Beavis and Butthead poster on the backside of the door. I thought you'd comment on Killing Me Softly being the drag queen I know. I did, have that, I did have that written down. <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> yeah. They play it like a couple times. It they comes play on it again later. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I missed it. I'm sorry. When did that? I wonder when that song came out, if that was like... 
super popular right then. Like is it a Lauren Hill song or is yeah. it a f- um, what's their group? The Fugees? Yeah, I think it was. It's a Fuji yeah. song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. it's that version. I feel like that came out mid '90s, so it probably was yeah. popular then. We cut to Macaroni back at his apartment, taking a shower. We see someone sneak into the house. They put a purse down on the counter and pull out a large knife. The person walks into the bathroom where, where Macaroni is showering. We find out the person is none other than Bobette, Babette, whatever. They pull the curtain back and act as if they are going to cut Mac with the knife. Macaroni hears something in the man's purse moving around and asks him what is in the purse. It's a psycho homage. It is. You didn't catch that? I did. Um, so he pulls the curtain back and he's like holding the knife above. I didn't ever think he was actually going to stab him, did you? No. I think he was trying <clears throat> to scare him. But they even played the psycho music and everything. They that did. That's crazy. Yes. Though. Yes. Crazy in love. Crazy for that D. <laughs> I guess once you have that 12 inch fucking <laughs> log, you just. I Macaroni's guess. hog. Hmm. <laughs> Well, his ass is probably so loose now. All the other ones just kind of... Oh, my God. Bob tells him that he has one of the condoms from the hotel. Why not? They have lots, I think is what he tells him. They walk out of the bathroom into the living room. Mac pulls out his gun and shoots through the bag. Bobette is pissed. (laughs) It's gator skin. Shot right through his gator skin bag. Gator skin. They approach the bag slowly as the killer condom jumps out of the bag and is now loose in Macaroni's apartment. The killer condom is on a shelf and jumps down as Macaroni shoots at it. Do you like how he has his hand over his crotch like while he's... (laughs) (laughs) Does he? Yeah, he's covering his dick. Well, I mean, one did just rip a nut out, so I mean... Hey, when he says, time for din-din. Yeah. I'm like, no. (laughs) Time for din-din. Uh, as Macaroni looks around the sh- uh, looks around a shelf, the condom um, it j- the condom jumps off the shelf. So Macaroni is like looking around for it, right? So he sees the condom beside the shelf, right? It's on the ground, I think. It opens its mouth, and we can see the sharp, pointy teeth. <laughs> they look like piranha teeth, don't they? It did. Yeah, and it's got a tongue. Ugh, yeah. Because it's like, oh, look at that. Okay, so <laughs> this guy is a detective, correct? <laughs> yeah. He's openly firing his weapon in this apartment at the floor. Uh, <laughs> well, right? it's, you know, it's a seedy part of New York. Uh, I mean, wouldn't this blow holes through the floor and likely shoot people below them? Yeah, I would think. Uh, <laughs> so dumb. Oh, shoot. Macaroni tells Bob to uh, hook the hose. Why does he have a hose in his apartment? It, he's got a hose. Uh, he says, grab the hose. Hook the hose to the gas line and hand it to me. So Macaroni grabs the hose from Bobette and then takes the uh, towel off so the condom sees his dick. We see the condom is attracted to the penis and then the condom comes out with its sharp teeth and tongue drooling. Macaroni's wiggling the hose around between his legs like it is his dick. So it's not actually his dick. No, it's just the hose. Oh, that's when he said the... Time for din din. Is it Was it more cringeworthy than um, come to daddy? No. No. That <laughs> okay. was way more cringe-worthy. Okay. <laughs> um, the condom jumps up and grabs the hose. Bob turns on the um, gas, and the, the killer condom fills up with gas. But, of course, Bobette can't get the fucking nozzle to shut off, so the condom just continues to fill up with gas until the it handle, finally the explodes. Broke off. Yeah. Oh, did it? Yeah. She mm-hmm. said, the handle broke. Go figure. Scene 11, the coroner's office. <laughs> scene was so ridiculous when it blew up. The coroner's talking to uh, Sam and Macaroni. Wilma is her name. Okay, Wilma the coroner. She explains that uh, it's actually a very complex organism with, um, I don't know, sub 
I don't even know how to say this with a sub 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 layer of chitin, whatever that means. I am not a smart man. You guys have probably <laughs> gathered that from listening mm-hmm. to this podcast. So I don't really know what that means, but it has uh, everything it needs. Micro nerves, mass brain tissue spread evenly throughout the body. The teeth are as sharp as razor blades and are even flexible. Yeah, she said it doesn't eat dicks. Mm-hmm. And it's a cross between a jellyfish, a worm, and a piranha. Yes. And it's self-sustainable in the fact that it gets its energy from its own body cells. Yep. That's how it, like, moves. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's very uh, a very highly complex organism we're dealing with here, kids. Yeah. Macaroni tells Sam that they should show it to a professor. So did you catch what the what Wilma said when they were leaving? No. She said, you should consult an expert. I prefer traditional cases like this one. And he, she walks back to the one behind it. She says, his 400-pound girlfriend suffocated him when she sat on his face. And she starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and she's like, the mouth, she says, his mouth is full of pubes. <laughs> oh, my God. Because she's I examining. She's like, <laughs> I knew she was laughing, but I didn't know about what. Because she said what? the mouth was full of pubes. Okay, so, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> she was crazy. Clearly. Outside of the coroner's office, Sam and Macaroni argue about Mac being gay and not liking women. After a heated exchange, Mac walks off across the road with zero fucks given about traffic. I don't think he looks either no. way. He just walks right out there. Did, Did you, you hear? You I probably, feel like yeah. you're going to say this. You can say it because I bet it's the same note. Where he said, I like firm male asses, not piss flaps. Yep. <laughs> piss flaps? Piss yeah. flaps. Oh my god, I missed that. I forget yeah. what he said before that though. He was just like said something about a woman and he's like, I don't like that. I like firm male asses. Yeah. He says I prefer firm male asses, not piss flaps. And that's when he storms <laughs> Oh wow. Off the wow. off into the road. He does not look for traffic. He's lucky he didn't get hit. Well, that's just what you do in New York, I guess. Scene twelve, macaroni eats a meal. Macaroni tells a story about his childhood. He could have worked on the family farm, butchering animals, but decided to move to New York to be a detective. We cut to Macaroni walking around at night in the streetlights. I said, this guy smokes like a freight train, does he not? That's all he does is smoke. Oh, man. Macaroni tosses a coin down the street, and he goes through a drain. As he walks away, we see a plethora of killer condoms come up out of the drain and up into the road. Why did he throw the coin? I was. I didn't get that I either. I rewind it to see what he threw, because I'm like... Fuck was I that? guess because they needed a way to draw your attention to the sewer. Mm, probably. Great, I guess. And then were the condoms like talking to each other? I they, think they were yeah. communicating because yeah. they're making like the squeaky sounds like, uh, as they move. <laughs> and then I have the note too. I think they're trying. I think they're communicating with one another. They're like, "What? Whose dick are you gonna yeah. bite? I don't know. Who, well, are, who are you gonna bite?" Obviously, at this point, we know that these things are kind of following macaroni, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next morning, we see shops opening and a woman on a park bench eating an apple in what looks like... Uh, is this supposed to be Central Park? I'm, I'm yeah, taking I it. that's yeah. what it's supposed to look like. She hears the squeaking sound of the killer condoms in the trash can next to her. As she goes over to investigate, we see one of the condoms jump out of the trash can and stick on her nose as she screams and spins in circles. Well, she kind of had a big nose. Dick nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big honker. We cut to a politician giving a speech about America needing to find its moral ground and belief in God. He wants to heal society again. So I have a note here. This is probably the first time I noticed it, but I was like, okay. Well, not really the first time I noticed it, but the first time I, I it drew my attention to it. But the entire movie is obviously in German, right? Yeah. But it takes place in America. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do you think they filmed this? Was this filmed in New York? You know what? I didn't look that up, but it, I mean, it looked like it was. At least the street parts kind of looked like it was. But, but I, yeah. I did read that this company uses a lot of like stock footage, mm. like from other movies and stuff. Mm. So I bet. I wonder if they just pulled it from, like, bought it from another oh. film company. Yeah. So is this like a, a a play on how um, movies are? Well, until recently, but most movies are filmed in Hollywood in the U.S., even though they may take place in hmm. Germany or Japan or somewhere else. It and generally, be. those actors are yeah. speaking English. Right. Mm-hmm. That could be. I think that's what this this whole... I think there's a lot of underlying... Um, I, I don't know what the right word is, but there's a lot of things that draws attention to, right? I think that was one of the biggest ones for me was that because most movies, like, um, even though they take place in another country, generally the people speak pretty clear English because right. mm-hmm. it's being marketed for the U.S. market generally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely making fun of that. Yeah, for sure. And just American movies in general. Yeah. I think I read somewhere that they make more movies in Canada really? for the U.S. than, like, anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot I know they do in a lot Toronto. Mm-hmm. They film a lot in Atlanta now, too. <clears throat> that's where The Walking Dead is filmed. Um we notice that the chief of police is at the speech being given. There are security guards all around. We see the pl- the police chief. He like walks through a hallway full of security guards. Um, anyway, scene thirteen. Bobette in the dressing room. We see Bob putting on makeup in a mirror. Mac brings them a present and talks to her about what happened the night before. Oh, this is where "Killing Me Softly" is on again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's like the only song these people I did sing. have it like written down again. <laughs> Babette tells Mac that the drag club used to be a church before it was a drag club slash sex motel. Mac leaves the dressing room as he walks out into the lobby. He sees the young man, Billy, going up the elevator with another man. Um, Macaroni brought Babette a present, didn't he? A travel iron. Yeah. Okay. She was not happy about that. <laughs> yeah. She was like, oh, thanks. So uh, Macaroni <laughs> sees Billy going up the elevator with another man. He runs up the steps and sees Billy going into a room with the man. He tells him he'll wait for him at the bar. Billy and the man go into the room, begin to undress. We cut to Mac getting out of the elevator and seeing Bob on stage singing. He immediately turns around and gets back into the elevator. We cut to Billy and the man in the room. Billy changes his mind and runs out of the room. Oh, it's their love moment. Mac and Billy meet each other as the elevator doors open and they begin kissing. They fuck up this elevator. They again. do. So <laughs> Billy and Mac are undressing each other in the elevator, all while Bob is singing. So we hear we hear Bobette singing. Um, did you notice how diverse this crowd was in the bar? Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. Yeah. We had you had a little bit of everybody in the in the bar there. Well, it's New York, so it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. So they they do. The elevator gets stuck as the people below are waiting. They're bitching because the elevator's taking so long. The electricity's flickering. Well, they keep making it go up and down. Like they're not letting it oh. ever stop. So yeah, like they keep hitting the button so it goes up and down and up and down. Gosh, I just thought the 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 chemistry and the um just raw energy going on in that elevator that I mean, was just making the elevator rock. Uh, <laughs> hot Billy. Mm. Yeah. Um. The electricity flickers and begins <laughs> flickering, and as Mac nuts in the elevator, the lights pop and the elevator yeah. continues to lower. I said Luigi rails Billy in the ass, and the elevator finally comes wow. down, and they emerge. Oh, wow. <laughs> Everybody claps and says bravo. As the door opens, Mac and Billy get off um, on Literally. the bottom floor. They, <laughs> Whoa. 
Seth is excited. <laughs> I'm thinking about Billy. It splashed a little bit. Yeah, he just got it all over Jessica's Ooh. leg. You sure that's wine? Are you okay? <laughs> Do you need a wet wipe? Maybe. Oh my gosh. It's good. It rolled right off. Over. It rolled right off. Good. Holy cow, <laughs> Seth. Seth is excited about Billy. <laughs> <laughs> They get off the elevator, and as Seth said, the people outside are um, clapping, and they say bravo. Mm -hmm. Scene 14 at the hospital. Mac is bombarded with people talking to him at the hospital. The woman who had her nose bitten off by the killer condom in the park is telling him what happened. She's, like, screaming hysterically. We see all the people there who have had their dicks bitten off by the condoms. We cut to the politician taking a bath. A young woman walks in in a tight dress and starts to undress. We see she has some black lingerie on. As she leans over the tub, we can see that the, there's a killer condom in the bathtub floating around on the back of a rubber ducky. And this is the same politician that just gave the speech about no scandals mm. and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So it's making fun of that kind of stuff, too. Dirty politicians, mm. all of them. They're all dirty, Seth. And this is the Jaws homage. Yes. So the politician notices it, and the young woman tells him how cute it is. The condom jumps in the air, spinning around, and lands in the water. We hear a bite. But there was a da-da, da-da. <laughs> the Jaws music played. That's true. The Jaws music is playing. We hear a bite, and the condom flies out of the tub onto the floor, and the man's dick is inside of it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, this is the good. This is pretty funny. We cut to a man handing out newspapers in the streets, and on the newspaper it reads "Dickless Dick." Yep, we had that <laughs> with a picture of the man's face on it. The politician. We then see two women in the park reading the paper while Chad walks around with one of the condoms on his finger. That's cool. What is going on at these parks? Dirty, dirty, I did say dirty. what's happening. It's going off the rails here, Seth. Speaking of dirty parks, Jessica, you had a dirty park experience uh, this week, didn't you? I did. Well, yeah. it was just creepy. Mm. Somebody, like, I looked under the slide, and there was a little message that said, we all float down here. Was Pennywise down there? He was not. Was there a drain oh. or anything? He, he could have been nearby. Mm. Nope. Just, just a bunch of mulch. You should have got a red <laughs> balloon and tied it, like, around there somewhere. I should have. Yeah, just, like, add to it. That scene from It Chapter 2 where he's underneath the bleachers drooling and that little girl's down there still haunts me. So sad. I know. I feel mm. bad for that girl. Scene 15. Back to Mac. We see Mac running at the police station making a coffee. Sam tells him he's working on a new lead. A large police officer lady walks up and talks to Mac for a minute. She then starts to interrogate a man who says he will not snitch on his friends. She makes weird growling noises. And then the man immediately begins to talk. So I didn't really get this, Seth. Is there like an underlying meaning here? Not that I caught, no. But did okay. you see the newscast mm -mm. where it had like the sketch of the condom like they would do of a criminal? Oh, and it was a condom? Yeah. <laughs> did it look just like it? Kind of. It was like what you would see on. I tried to draw it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looked like. It was like a black and white <laughs> sketch. You drew <laughs> looks so dumb but i was but like it was wow so funny because it was like she was real serious like it would if it was a murderer and it's a <laughs> we're gonna post that with teeth we're gonna put jessica's drawing of the killer condom up on uh, up on instagram we shouldn't compare it's it so with bad <laughs> i can't believe you drew it i should have done that i didn't even think about it um it's a real quick sketch i thought it looked good it looked really good <laughs> <laughs> Macaroni tells her that he found out that the hotel used to be a church. Um, as they're talking, the politician's young girlfriend is flirting with a group of police officers. 
We see the police chief being scorned by a group of men in suits uh, because of Dickless Dick being bitten by the killer condom. We then cut to the police chief at a news conference uh, where the reporters are asking him about the killer condoms and what they are, if they're real, what are you going to do to stop this? I thought that was like, we didn't need that scene. It was kind of, I don't uh, know. Uh, I feel like they could have skipped that. I feel like there's a lot of stuff they could have cut. This, hour, this movie's like an hour and 47 minutes long. Yeah. Again, you guys know me. I like my hour and a half movies, hour and 20 minutes. But anyway. It's close. It, hour and 47, that's 27 extra minutes. You were fine. I'm sure. Some reporters joke about them being lubricated and banana flavored. Ooh. We then find out that there is a Russian scientist who specializes in rubber, and he is missing. <laughs> in the video they are watching of the professor, there is a man standing behind the professor whose name is Professor Smirnoff. Mm-hmm. They do not know who the man is, but he's always in the pictures and always in the videos with the professor. The police chief comes in and says that he wants Macaroni and Sam to check out the gay scene. He tells Sam to dress up like a homosexual and investigate the scene. <laughs> scene 16, homosexual Sam. <laughs> <laughs> We see uh, Mac dressing Sam up in all leather and a mask so that he can investigate the gay scene. He gives him a hanky and tells him to hang it out of his right back pocket. It's the code. We cut to Sam walking through a gay club and men dressed in leather and dancing to techno music. Sam is clearly uncomfortable as he moves through the club. Um, so maybe I was wrong. Maybe Sam's not gay and doesn't have a thing for macaroni because he's clearly uncomfortable in this club, right? Yeah, I, I felt like he looked like he was comfortable. Oh, really? When he saw that other dude, and then he, like, started, like... after. We, oh, yeah, after we got the beer. But remember, yeah. uh, Luigi told him the yellow handkerchief meant... I wrote it down. He here. said it was the code. It was a code that means, I don't want sex tonight, leave me alone. Uh, is what he told him it meant. Oh, okay. Sam that part. I did as well. Because he said, does it work? And Luigi said, it's the only thing that works. Oh, my God. Uh, so there's a man checking Sam out. Sam shows him the hanky and gives him a thumbs up. So now I understand what was going on. Yeah, because, so now it uh, makes sense why he was so pissed. Yes, yeah, so we cut <laughs> back to Macaroni at the station, and someone's screaming coming down the hallway. Sam walks up and punches him. He tells him that the man pissed him or pissed on him because he thought he liked him. <laughs> Apparently, Macaroni lied to him about the hanky, mm-hmm. about what the hanky actually meant. Because he asked him what a red hanky meant, and Luigi said fisting. <laughs> Yeah, Macaroni tells him he's lucky he didn't give him a red hanky because that means fist fucking. Sam tells Mac he wants out, and then he's leaving. Macaroni aggressively talks him into saying they have an awkward head hug. Yeah, that was weird. That was odd. Yeah. I was like, are they going to make out? I think they are. Just then we hear the lady come into the police office um, with the rap nose. So the the, uh, dick dick nose lady. (laughs) Screaming in some other language that I didn't yeah, quite catch what it was. Yeah, she's trying to tell him something, but they can't understand her because she's not speaking their language. She tells him that uh, they find a translator miraculously, but she tells him that there are condoms in the hospital. Um, the other woman translates for Sam what she's saying because Macaroni hears that part and leaves. Right, so then it's just yeah. Sam there. We see Mac get into a cab, at, uh, get out of a cab at the hospital. He walks in, and we see him in the church. It's a weird hospital. Yeah. As Mac talks to the doctor, there's a doctor in the church, apparently. We see Billy walk into the police station looking for Mac. The dick-nosed lady sees the Asian man standing behind the Professor Smirnoff in a picture and points to him. Billy tells Sam that he's seen the man before as well. He carries condoms around with him. Yeah, she (laughs) starts, like, freaking out. 
We cut back to Macaroni at the hospital talking to the doctor. He tells her that the dick-nosed woman came to the precinct to talk to him. He tells her that she says the condoms are in the hospital. The doctor tells Macaroni that the woman is out of her mind. Macaroni says, or asks if the Asian man works at the hospital. The woman tells him that there are more than a million Chinese people living on Earth. But it's just such a weird, like it doesn't even feel like a hospital. Yeah. It feels like a church. <laughs> Sam arrives at the hospital with Dick Nose and Billy. They run inside. <laughs> Back inside, the doctor asks Macaroni if he is married. She leans down on her desk, and she pushes a button um, on the backside of her desk. The doctor asks him why he's not married, and they have a conversation about how he likes to live alone. So she's, she's interrogating Macaroni, mm-hmm. right? She knows. He tells her that he has to go. She comes around the desk and tells him that she'll walk him out. As they're walking down the hallway... Um, we see Dick Nose in the chapel with Sam, and they find a secret doorway <laughs> under the sermon stand. Sam and another police officer go down into the secret stairs, and we hear gunshots. Pew, pew. <laughs> Scene 17, Dick Nose goes for a dive. The Asian man comes out of the secret stairs and grabs Dick Nose by the head and pulls her down into the passage. <laughs> Macaroni hears the screaming and runs towards the chapel. As he enters, the doors close, and he sees the Asian man in the crack. So he sees the Asian guy through the crack as the doors are shutting, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Macaroni shoots the podium. As it closes, he stands behind it, and as he goes behind it, somehow it opens up, and he falls through <laughs> down on the steps. So he, now Macaroni's in the basement. Go ahead. I was just going to say he would have broke his neck. Oh, yeah. Was oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Max in the basement now and we can hear like water boiling and the killer condom squeaking noises. It sounds like, like a laboratory, right? Mm-hmm. A laboratory. Yeah. As Mac regains his vision, we see that there are traps and devices all over this room. Macaroni stands up and sees Professor Smirnoff working on a machine. <laughs> Smirnoff asks Macaroni about red jelly and tells him to promise not to hurt the woman. I have a note. What the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. I don't same. know. I, well, like, I just say it's a little crazy. And I don't know what this red jelly shit they, is. Well, they were paying him with raspberry jelly. That's what they were paying him with. Okay. I thought maybe it was something mm. more than just that. I did too. I was mm. like, what's red jelly? Like, mm. is it drugs? Maybe they're drugging him. Yeah. Mm. Smirnoff shows him the creatures that he's created. He explains to Mac that uh, how, the crea- how he created the killer condoms in a bunch of scientific terminology that I didn't understand a freaking word of, to be honest with you. Um, Macaroni watches the machines work as they make the killer condoms. There are tubes and tunnels that the condoms are pushed through once they have been created. Mac asks him why he is making these, and Smirnoff tells him that they give him red jelly for payment. (laughs) Just then, a gun is put up to Macaroni's head, and we see that the doctor from earlier and the Asian man are in charge of the operation. Dr. Rifflison? Rifflison. I think that's what it was. This is where you can see that Smirnoff is chained to the... Like chair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the doctor tells him that she's pleased he came to visit, and she walks him through the lair. The doctor tells him that the Lord will arrive on December 31st, 1999. Yeah, I wrote that down. Together with his earthly <laughs> counterpart on the 1130 flight to New York from Rome, she's paving the way for him by punishing the most and greatest sinners. Yeah, she said she knows about Luigi's unnatural activities. Mm. Mm. She ra- Go ahead. Well, then she just goes on that rant about condoms. and Yes. Yeah. So she rattles off a bunch of biblical jargon as they walk up the steps. Um, there's an opening in a door. She shows men hung up in the room screaming. We see that the men are Sam, Bob, the hotel um, lobby clerk guy, 
Um, is Billy in there? He's not in there yet, right? No. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're on like swings or something. Like it was kind of weird. They're like on yeah. sex swings, kind of. Yeah, were. like over a pit. Over a pit of water, and the killer condoms were jumping up out of the water trying <laughs> to bite them. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So the doctor believes that Smirnoff's formula was a sign from God. The doctor tells him to come look at their latest creation. I think I mentioned earlier that Smirnoff was like used this to make like artificial limbs or something. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. Yeah, he wasn't like making condoms. That, that's, he was doing other stuff with it. Yes. Yeah, so she wants him to come look at their latest creation. She makes a comment about how he's so proud and is always bragging about how he needs extra large condoms. There's a humongous killer condom oh in an aquarium God. that the doctor has been saving just for macaroni. This thing is huge. It's like a... I called it the super duper killer. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> super duper killer. <laughs> oh, wow. What's this thing look like? Do you guys want to describe it? Oh, I don't... It looked more like a vagina because it was like... Yeah, was, super spread out and like yeah had a, my mouth was, was very vag looking i think yeah. it had an extra set of teeth it had like extra mm. teeth on the outside of the lips and then yeah. on the inside of its lips it had like shark teeth mm. um it reminded me kind of the things from slither do you remember those little oh, things yeah. that's kind of it what did. that big ass one reminded me of i'm trying to like, like compare like it to a size of something but it was pretty fucking big it was big like a dog size oh you think it was that big it wasn't that big that's pretty huge. i say it's probably the size of that wine bottle you think? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I think. I don't know. Anyway, she points her gun at him and tells him to pull out his dick. As he starts <laughs> to unbutton his pants, the magnum killer condom gets closer to the glass and watches, drooling in anticipation. <laughs> this is so gross. Yeah, she tells him to get it out. Oh, dude, the glass on the aquarium <laughs> begins to lower, and the magnum killer condom jumps up against the half-open aquarium. Oh, I'm worried for Luigi. When they're talking about, like, they're going back and forth about why God gave him this giant penis. and Yeah, yeah I missed all that. Yeah. Um, he quickly zips his pants back up. The woman points the gun at him and tells him to unbutton his pants. As he pretends to unbutton them again, he attacks the doctor with the gun and is able to steal the gun from her. The Asian man and Macaroni begin having a gunfight. Dr. Smirnoff's chains are hit with one of the bullets. Macaroni begins yelling for Billy and searching for him. The doctor gets up and runs over to the machine to lower the cage door. The rest of the way, the Magnum Killer condom will be released. Super duper killer. Super duper killer, yeah. Once the killer doors uh, lower, it jumps out of the aquarium and slithers on the floor. Billy's running from the Asian man and ends up in a room with Bob, Sam, and the others. Dr. Smirnoff is now free from his chains and he tries to... um, Does he attack the doctor? He does, because they both yeah. fall backwards onto the platform. Um, who, Billy? Or who are you talking about? This is Smirnoff. Billy's running from... Um, isn't he, or does Billy attack Doctor? the doctor? I can't remember. One of them attacked the doctor, um, and they like get knocked out. I thought it was Smirnoff. Yeah, because Billy attacks the condom. Right, right. So Macaroni makes it to the hanging room with the other people and engages in a gunfight with the Asian man. Macaroni drops his pants and we see that the Magnum condom is swimming in the water below him. <laughs> As the Magnum condom jumps out of the water at Macaroni, Billy comes out of the out of the shadows and around the corner and the hits shadows. the Magnum condom with his hand. It flies and sticks on the face of the Asian man. Yep. Macaroni goes to a machine and tries to undo the men's straps. We see that the doctor's woken up and points the gun at Billy's head. <gasps> oh, man. All of a sudden, we hear a woman's voice saying hello, 
and walking through the lab, Macaroni gives the doctor a lecture about all people deserving love, whether they're gay, straight, Christian, atheist, etc. They all deserve love. As Mac gives his speech, the doctor lowers her gun and walks over to the water where the killer condoms are swimming. Yeah, she tries to shoot herself in the head, <laughs> but her gun is fake. She's like bawling. She's like, they're all so dirty. <laughs> As she pulls the trigger on her yeah. fake gun, she realizes her gun is fake and she falls face first into the water. They're all so dirty. They're all so dirty. What do you guys think of this scene? She reminds me of Carrie's mom. She's a fucking psychopath. She's fucking crazy. Definitely crazy. Scene 18, the final scene. We see reporters outside of the hospital and the hostages are beginning to walk out. Bob walks out limping and takes Max's cigarette and tells him that he's tired of being his mother. Bob sees Sam come out and walks up and tells him how great he did. The police chief walks up and talks to Macaroni. He tells him to take four weeks off and come back to work. Macaroni tells him that he won't be back at all. He's had enough of this job. The police chief right. tells him to take a couple days and let him know. As the police chief walks away, Macaroni tells him to wait. He pulls out his gun and shoots a condom that was stuck on the chief's foot. Isn't that funny? Like, they're still around and now they're not so worried about it. Like, it was like, oh. Right. Oh, well. well. Just, it'll be fine. I yeah. just love that they yank out their guns and shoot, like, <clears throat> right in the middle of yeah. like <laughs> apartment streets. Now, that could be another making fun of American culture. It could be. Yeah. Could thing. be. Um, Billy and Mac lean up against the cop car and discuss getting something to eat, but not Italian. He tells them that they're going to Sicily. It's closer than you think. He wants to introduce Billy to his mother. Mm -hmm. As they walk away, Billy asks if he really wants to quit the force. Mac tells him that he's not sure, but there's there would be one downside. You'll never call me cop again. They walk away, and Mac keeps asking Billy to call him cop. That's and cute. he does. The end. Holy cow, Seth. <laughs> Woo. God, we couldn't have gone any faster through that. What do you mean? <laughs> Nothing. Was it a fast one? For you. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, mm, here we go, kids. Are you guys ready to rate this thing? Let's oh, do it. Real quick. oh, Seth's got to look at his sheet. Got to look at the sheet. Jess, what'd you think of this movie? Um, It wasn't as terrible as it was let off to be. Somebody made it out to be. Mm -hmm. I didn't times. think. You didn't um, think? It was kind of hard to take notes on it just because there were subtitles, but uh -huh. I thought there were a lot of funny... You laughed? ...parts in it, yeah. Okay, okay. That's fair. Um... Definitely also, wasn't scary. Not scary. Not also not funny. But um, well, you clearly missed a lot of the jokes. I did. I think it's and I told you this when I got so irate. I went off on Seth in a, a text thread. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was gonna fucking come over and kill me um, or something. But for me, <laughs> because of the discussion portion, I take a lot of notes. So it was hard for me to read the movie, determine <clears throat> who was saying what, and then take notes about what's being said. So it was just a little difficult. That's all. I may have overreacted. Now, when I suggested it, I really thought there was a dubbed over version. I didn't realize mm. that that was like our only option. It would have been easier if there had been a dubbed version. There's not, but that's okay. We'll talk about that more during getting <laughs> lit and talking shit. Right now, we're going to jump into the ratings. So we're going to give this thing an HMC Stabby's rating, one through five. Our previous movies, we're going to run through them real quick. So we've got, are you guys ready? This is number 13, our highest rated 
average uh, Stabby's rating to date is The Ring with a 4.7 average. Scream with a 4.63. Texas Chainsaw 2003 with a 4.53 average rating. On the low end, we've got uh, my pick. I know what you did last summer with a 2.8. Justice pick Beetlejuice with a 3.27. And The Skeleton Key with a 3.72. Seth, this was your movie. Yeah. What are, what are you giving this thing? I am going to give this a solid two. I like it better than Hellraiser and the platform. Seth gives it a solid two. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a hilarious movie. It's so... You know, a two is not a great rating, right? No, but I mean, it's not like the quality is not great, but I don't hate it. And I would watch it again. Okay. Jess? You're a favorable raider. I've always said that about you until I actually looked at the ratings and averaged them all out. And Seth is actually a more favorable raider than you are. You know what? If, I'm going to change mine to a 2.5. Oh, sorry. for God's <laughs> sake. <laughs> I upped it. So if you look at our average Stabby's ratings by person, Seth, your average is a 4.2. It's going to go down now. Yeah. Uh, Jess, yours is a 4.17, and mine is a 3.82. As a group, our average Stabby's rating is a 4.06. Are you including the Krubies in no. this? No. Oh. These are our picks. Okay. I expect the, uh, no offense, Caitlin or Chet, but I expect the Krubies to not be as highly rated as ours. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't know that was our expectation. Maybe not, though. Maybe not, though. What's well, my expectation? Clearly, I, I, uh, I'm a prima donna. Mm. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Shut up, Seth. Shut your mouth right now. Um, Jess, what do you give this thing? I gave it a 1.5. 1.5. I was expecting. That is your lowest to date. Is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, For our episode, uh, Jess. Yeah. yeah. You. Uh, the other one is, uh, I know what you did last summer with a 2.0. My lowest rating on one of our movies is a 1.5. That was Beetlejuice. Um Okay, Seth, I got to be honest. I hated this movie. I know you hated you it. You knew I hated it. You um, need to have an open mind sometimes. I have a very open mind. Hmm. What did you tell me? It was fucking hilarious. I chuckled. Actually, at first I got mad, and then I laughed, and I told Abby, and then I started laughing when we, I told her. But what did you say? You said, well, you know, the reviews do say that if you're a conservative homophobe, you won't <laughs> like this movie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> said that as a joke but i really did read that somewhere. i was like this mother he already knew i was mad and then he says some dumb shit like this i was like this mother i, I was poking the bear if i wasn't like fucking half a bottle of jim beam deep i'd have driven over to your house with a killer condom <laughs> um okay but clearly so you missed a lot of jokes i did they're pretty much up your alley a lot of them all right Okay. Whatever. I've got two movies at a 4.9. That's The Ring and Scream. I've got Beetlejuice is my lowest with a 1.5. And then my own movie, I know you did last summer with a 2.5. <sighs> I give this movie 0.5 stabbies. Half of a stabby. Okay, I'm surprised. I thought it was going to get a zero. So I'm happy with that. I will be honest, though. I owe Cat B an extreme apology because I the platform should not have gotten zero based on my watching of this movie. But I feel like that is going to happen. The more we watch these movies, the more we're going to mature and we're going to realize that maybe ratings change, like Scream. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. they're going to be different. I feel like we all hmm. went kind of high the very first time. 
Yeah, sort of. Well, I know. I, <laughs> I went too low. I had to go back and change my rating. Change your rating. All right. Average stabby rating from the horror movie crew for HMC number 13 killer condom sets pick is an average rating of 1.5 stabbies. I think it's higher than the platform. It's higher than Cat B's The Platform, yes. Did you see he posted on Twitter when I said something about you were going to hate this movie and he put .92 with fingers crossed? Because <laughs> it would have been lower than his. No, it's. <laughs> I, I would actually go back and I'd give The Platform a two if I could go back and do that. When did we give The Platform? Um, I gave it zero, but after watching this, I'd watch The Platform 27 times before I'd watch this movie again. I wouldn't. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it is time. To figure out what HMC number 14 is going to be. Seth, this was your movie, so you are the trivia master for this episode. Jess, I think I had the last movie before this, right? Yes. So you get to pick. Do you want to pick the category, or would you like to go first? Um, While you mull that over, just think about it. Take it in. Think about it. Think, think about, about it. it. Ooh. <laughs> uh, it's fucking weird. He's doing that ASMR. The first person to get three questions correct gets to pick next episode's movie. Um, did you think about it long enough? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You want the category or do you want to go first? I think I'll go first. Ooh, I get to pick the category. Seth, give me three category options, please. Okay, and let me know if it's one we've already done. Sure. All right. 28 Days Later Trivia. Uh, Jaws trivia and Rosemary's Baby trivia. Ugh, it's gonna be We've rough. done a lot of these. So I'm this trying is going to be rough. Yeah. I love how you guys fucking never give Scream as an option when it's my turn. We've already done it. No, we didn't. We did. It, it was one of the questions when it was like a general oh. thing. It's fine. It, it's fine. I'm going to go with... Uh, Jaws? Let's do Jaws. Jaws trivia. Jess, you're up. Make sure my volume's on. Good luck. Thanks. Okay. Jaws is based on a novel by which author? Peter Straub, William Peter Blatty, Peter Benchley, or Stephen King? Hmm. Um. What was... Can you say them again? I'm sorry. Uh, Peter Straub, William Peter Blatty, Peter Benchley, Stephen King. Peter Benchley. <gasps> oh, oh, shit. That was a guess. I, I didn't know that one. <laughs> one to nothing. Jess is in the lead. Jaws was published in 1974 and stayed on the bestseller list for 44 weeks. Wow. Steven Spielberg would direct the film version initially found... Initially found many of the characters in the novel unsympathetic and mm-hmm. wanted the shark to win. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Which character is attacked while skinny dipping? Oh, God, if you don't know this movie. Ellen, Chrissy, Tina, or Jackie? I have no idea. Ellen, Chrissy, Tina, or Jackie? Yeah. Ellen, Chrissy. You'd have to be like a fan to know that. Jackie, Ellen, Chrissy, Tina, Jackie, Chrissy. Hey! 
reported missing and her remains later found on the beach by the deputy of police chief Martin Brody. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Which actor plays police chief Martin Brody? <laughs> Richard Dreyfus, Roy Scheider, Michael Caine, Robert Shaw. I know Richard Dreyfus is in it, but I don't know if he's I know, he's like the only chief. one I can see, and I don't know which character he is. <clears throat> who, who are they all again? Richard Dreyfus, Roy Scheider, Michael Caine, Robert Shaw. I'm just going to say Richard Dreyfus because he's the only one I know. It's the only one I know. Would you like to steal? What What are the three remaining? Michael Caine is definitely not it. He's Alfred and Batman, Roy right? Scheider, Michael Caine, Robert Shaw. Who plays the police chief? Police chief Martin Brody. <sighs> I have no idea. I'm, I'm going to opt out Let's and go to it. the next question. Should we see who it was? Sure. Roy Scheider. Damn it. So I would have picked Robert Shaw. That was going to be my next choice. <clears throat> we don't need to read about him. Okay. I had a 33.3333333333% chance of getting that right. You did. Okay. Ready? Born. Who stops Brody from closing the beaches? God, this is a lot of name shit. Lori Vaughn, Matt Hooper, Quint, Harry Meadows. You're shitting me, right? No. God, these are all name quite even the next one is. All right, say it again. Who stops Brody from closing the beaches? Larry Vaughn, Matt Hooper, Quint, Harry Meadows. Um, mm, was it a woman? No. What's the second one? Matt Hooper. Sure. Damn it. Would you like to steal? I feel like I should just because if you said that the rest of them are all name ones. What well, are they're the, all like, who did this and who did that? What are the remaining three? Larry Vaughn, mm. Quint, mm. Harry Meadows. Oh, I thought the first one was Lori. Larry. Fuck. Quint. So that's what I would have picked because it was the only like. Oh, one. shit. What are we down to now? Uh, what'd you pick? Matt Hooper? Are we allowing steals beyond two? Have we oh, ever... are we not? Is it dead now? Have we ever gotten that far? I don't know if we've ever fucked uh, up this many questions, but... <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? I don't care. Uh, just we'll, we'll skip it. Skip it. Yeah. Let's see who it was. Oh, Lori, Larry Vaughn. Fuck, see? I thought it was Lori. Lori Vaughn. Fucking Lori. I man. knew it. Oh, fuck, maybe I said Lori. I think you did say... It's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Hit me with another one. Come on. Who is the shark's second on-screen victim? Oh, I, don't, dude, I don't know if I've ever seen Jaws, to be honest with you. I haven't really? seen I, it. It's been a long time. Long time. A young boy, an elderly woman, a young girl, an elderly man. Oh, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Um, so it's the girl skinny dip, and I remember that scene in the movie because they tied the ropes to her and were pulling her different directions to make the effects. So I'm going to go with the second victim was a young boy. Hey. A second attack occurs shortly thereafter with the shark killing a young boy named Alex Kinter who was paddling on his raft in full daylight on a crowded beach. Should have taken his fucking ass back to the beach. You his know what, Jess? You know where he wouldn't have gotten eaten by a shark? Tennessee. 
Just okay. saying. His yeah. mother isn't Jaws in a lake or is it an ocean? I don't think you can have, a shark, can have a shark in a lake. I'm thinking of, Are um, you fucking kidding me? I'm thinking of a different. <laughs> His mother places <laughs> a bounty on the shark, sparking an amateur shark hunting frenzy and attracting the attention of local professional mm-hmm. shark hunter Quint. So that's who that is. Oh, that's Quint. Who offers to kill the shark for ten thousand dollars? Mm-hmm. And I can picture him. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. It's like the skinnier dude. Mm-hmm. This team. Yeah. Okay. Who's who's next? Um, I got it right, so she would be next. What kind of dog goes missing at the beach on the same day <gasps> as Alex Kinter? Oh shit. Border collie. Ooh. A Labrador retriever. Mm. Cocker spaniel. Mm-hmm. German shepherd. Mm-hmm. You look angry. These questions suck for this one. Jessica looks angry. Lab. Hey! Yay! Sweet. A black laboratory retriever named Pippet is lost. Pip! Pip! It's fucking Pip! <laughs> Not far from sure while playing fetch with its owner. Do, 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 do. Are you ready? Do born ready. If I get one more right, I get to pick. What kind of shark do local fishermen mistake for the killer shark? Ooh, I know this. Tiger shark. Mm-hmm. Blue shark. Nope. Lemon shark. Nope. Bull shark. It is a tiger shark for the win. Hey-o! Local fishermen catch a large tiger shark. The mayor proclaims the beaches are safe. That's where they cut the uh, stomach open and the license plate falls out. But oceanographer Matt Hooper disputes that it is the same predator, confirming this after no human remains are found inside. Mm, 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 yeah, the next question is what uh, state is the license plate from? <laughs> I'll make you a deal. If you can guess the state that the license plate is from, I will concede and you can pick the next movie. You can't have any hints that you just gotta fucking get. You got one out of 50. <laughs> Fuck. I can list the states um, on here. No, you can't. Oh, you're making her do that. Oh, I thought I got to give her the option. No, you can't. I'm just kidding. You can tell her. I don't care. <laughs> Louisiana, Florida, Maryland, Rhode Island. Maryland. <sighs> Is it Rhode Island? Louisiana. Fuck. That, doesn't the movie take place in New England? The movie takes place in Florida, doesn't it? I really don't even know. I don't know. I'm not a big Jaws fan. I don't know. Either. I think I've only seen it one time. All right. Well, hey, I get to pick the next movie, uh, HMC 14. My pick, I am going. Here's the reason I'm picking this movie. Seth loves it when I go into a long-winded explanation. Oh, you know I do. Let me get some more wine here. <laughs> um, I feel like we're at the end of summer. Summer's going to be over soon. We're going to be in fall. Makes me sad and happy at the same time. Why? Because summer felt like it was so fast with all the it did. COVID mm-hmm. stuff. Like we didn't really go out like do anything. That's true. But I love fall. So I'm ready for true. fall. Fuck summer. Me too. Honestly, I just want to get to October so we can... We haven't even announced what we have planned for Halloween yet. But anyway. I think we should do Friday the 13th. Okay. It's a good pick. I always look at Jessica when I pick my movies to see if she has complete and utter disdain on her face. I like Friday the 13th. Yes. I thought you were going to um, fucking say, I know what you did last summer, too. Or did <laughs> no. we do two? No, we just no, did, we did one. the first one. Yay. I was going to pick A Nightmare on Elm Street, but then I was like, I don't want to do Friday the 13th in the winter time. No, mm. that's not a winter movie. And I feel like we could do Friday the 13th whenever, or I'm sorry, um, 
A Nightmare on Elm Street whenever. Yeah, yeah. that's not a seasonal. Right. Yeah. So I think anytime. Friday the 13th is the way to go. Yeah. So HMC 14, my pick is going to be Friday the 13th. Number one. Sweet. I'm excited. Are you guys excited? I am excited. I, I haven't am. seen that in a very long time. You know when the last time you watched it was? I do. Wasn't I it with do. you? <laughs> yeah. It was not that long ago. It wasn't. We watched uh, The Final Girls. We watched, what was that movie you picked? Uh, yeah. Friday the 14th. Or Saturday, Saturday the, the 14th. 14th. Saturday the 14th. That's right. And Friday the 13th. But if we watched yours last. Oh, we were off. We were I hammered. was pretty plastered at that That's point. when we decided that we to should do, do a podcast. That's right. That's exactly when we decided to do a That's podcast. Right. We were like, why are we holding all of this commentary into ourselves and we could share it with the world? We were just going to have movie nights and be the horror movie club. And we were just going to, the three of us were going to have shirts. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> and it was the horror movie club. And we changed it when we did the podcast, the horror movie crew. We and we only got to the second uh, genre and we never did it. It was like storm movies or what? Yeah, it? I was going to make a storm movie. Remember That's, I was in yeah. the <laughs> That's <laughs> <what> you were. <laughs> All right, this is a good segue. We're going to jump right into getting lit and talking shit, and we're going to start with Jessica telling us about her Storm movie. So go ahead. I was going to make a Storm movie, and I actually remember I woke up in the middle of the fucking night one night. I think I texted you guys, or maybe it was like the next morning. Yeah, you told us about it. I was like, did you guys see that Storm last <laughs> night? Woke me up. I got some good footage for the Storm flick. <laughs> You did, dude. You were excited. I we was. Could, we could I still, still make got, a storm movie. I have it all saved. Why Post don't it on we YouTube do and then review it, dude? Yes. The <laughs> next time it's storming, we should make a storm movie. It's got to be in the next couple weeks though, and we'll do it in the woods. Like we'll okay. we'll film it in the woods while it's storming, and we'll have like um, cameos from different horror movie villains. Like maybe sure. Michael Myers will show up. Yeah. Maybe Leatherface will be there. I don't know. I do think Might at be. some point we should make our own hmm. horror movie with like people we know. That would be really fun. Post it on YouTube, let it be there for a little bit, and then we'll do a review on it. Can I yeah. write it? You can co-write it. Who's going to help me? <laughs> Jess? The three of us should write it. Yeah, we'll write it together. Dude, it's we can write be different hilarious. scenes. Like, <gasps> this could be so funny. Right? That's what we should do. Like each scene will be written by somebody different, so the movie will not, like. Here's Not what we should do. Sense. Exactly. <laughs> yes. We should like say, "Hey, here's what the movie's about," and then we'll break it up into scenes, and then like, yeah, like have an overall plot, and then, mm -hmm. we'll, oh my god, that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> only we get to think it's funny. <laughs> that could be fun. I asked Abby that the other day. I was like, "Do you think that other people listen to the podcast and think that we're as funny as we think we are?" And she was like, "I don't know. You guys are pretty funny." <laughs> Aww. She could be biased. That's nice. Though. Do you know who I asked her? Can you believe this shit? This woman. I asked her, I said, Who's your favorite host on the horror movie crew out of the three of us? So you know who she picked? Who? Guess. Jess? Seth? Fucking Seth. Really? Yeah. Aw. See, I guessed it. I was like, I What a bunch of you. horse shit that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's got to listen to you all fucking day. And you guys are supposed to be best friends. You're supposed to be best friends with her, and she didn't pick you. It's okay. Hmm. It's fine. I'd get rid of her. <laughs> Throw her right out. <laughs> Jesus. I'm about to about to tell her what's up. You know what I mean? We got to do well, this. I do have this porn star voice. Maybe that's it. Gets her all wet. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, I'm excited about this movie now. It's going to be fun. All right. So... <laughs> 
shit. <laughs> Seth, you picked this movie because you thought it was funny, right? Yeah, the last time I watched yeah. it was, I don't know, 10 years ago. We thought it was hilarious. And so, so uh, low-key, not even low-key, full disclosure, Seth and I had a, uh, I wouldn't say it was an argument. We had a bit of a tiff because I went off the rails. He went off he the cut, rails. He cut my brake lines. I almost died. I think what I told Abby <laughs> when I was watching, because she came in and was asking, how's the movie going? Because she came in and checked, and I asked her if she wanted to watch it, and luckily she said no, because she, if, if she had to watch two bad movies in a row, she'd be pissed. But... <laughs> I turned, because you know I watch these with headphones on, I turned the movie, I paused it, I took the headphones out, and the first thing I, you know what the first thing I said to her was? What? If Seth <clears throat> were here, I'd punch him in the fucking head. Aw. That's what I said. I wouldn't have really. I did kick you that one. Or no, you tried <laughs> to kick me and missed. Anyway, you said to me, you thought it was funny. You thought the movie was funny, and then yeah. you said, I should have known you wouldn't find the movie funny. You don't find horror movies funny, or something to that effect. But anyway... So me being the asshole, I made a list of movies that are horror movies that oh I God. think are funny. You already sent me half of these. <laughs> well, you're going to hear them again, sir. Oh, boy. Are you ready? Now, you guys can... I want you guys to agree or disagree that these are funny horror movies, okay? okay. I'm going to start with number nine. I, lay, I, I laid out nine of them. American Psycho. Is that not funny? Like Christian Bale's railing that chick from the back and he's looking at oh, himself yeah, in the mirror like, like flexing. Is that no. not hilarious? That's funny. That is funny. Or when Jared Leto's sitting on the couch and he's got like the music blaring and he goes back in the bedroom and he's talking to him and then he puts on like the, um, it's not a slicker, it's like a rain. It's like a see-through raincoat. Yeah. And then yeah. he's got the axe and he's like dancing behind him with the axe before he's like talking about baseball or something. He's great in that movie. Yeah, he is pretty good. Hilarious. Scream. Scream is funny. But I meant like stupid funny. And we've, Jess and I have talked about this with you before. You don't like stupid funny. You don't like spoofy. Yeah. Spoofy? Is that a thing? Spoof. Yeah. Oh. Spoofy, like scary movie. And I think I said stupid funny. I, I do like, like scary movie. movie for the record. That's spoofy. Yeah. Oh. You don't, it doesn't seem like you generally like, because like Beetlejuice is like stupid funny. Mm-hmm. Mm. The Final Girls was funny. Suck a turd. Suck a turd. Happy Death Day 1 and 2. Both are funny. Those aren't like stupid funny though. Cabin yeah. in the Woods, funny. I'm trying. To Still not stupid funny. Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Okay, that's great. Yeah, see, that is stupid funny. Zombieland, one and two. Both great. Shaun of the Dead. And are you ready for it? Yeah. I almost picked this movie. I'm a little sad I didn't. Maybe I'll pick it next time. Hit us with it. It, chapter one. Mm. Hilarious. It's really funny. Beep, beep, Richie. Beep, the, beep. Kid, the cast for that is great. Yeah. Stellar cast. They did a great job on that. Mm -hmm. Did you guys like the second one? I did, but we've talked about this. It's because I think it's I think of it as a whole, and I love Bill mm -hmm. Hader. Yeah. Bill but, Hader so. makes that movie. But honestly, sure. no, I didn't really care for. It wasn't as it. good. Mm -hmm. No, it was more slow. Like I'm not even sure I'd watch it again. Honestly, really. And I hated that violent, like, scene gay bashing scene yeah, at the like, beginning. Jesus, was that that was a little unnecessary. Yeah, I think was. it's straight. Is it not? I can't remember if that's in the book or not. It was just, it was like excessive. And then I yeah. did not like most of the adult characters. Have we talked about this on here before? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think oh. more than once. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. But you guys know my feeling on it. If Chris Pratt had been in it, it'd probably be my favorite horror movie next to Scream mm, One. I do love some Chris Pratt. And Scream Two. Plus, I think Scream the first four. one. <laughs> Because the second one, you already saw it, you know, so it wasn't as like, uh. I also thought it and the second one, it Pennywise, I also thought Pennywise in the second one wasn't, there was too much CGI. 
Yeah, I don't wasn't like, as creepy. Yeah, I don't think like they did as much in the first. Like the only one I can really think of is when there he does the uh, where he falls out of that refrigerator. He's like all accordioned up in there, and he comes out. Is that that's the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. When they're in the yeah, house, yeah. but I don't know. Anyway, so Seth said earlier this was a trauma horror movie, correct? Yes. So they're a company that put out these kind of outlandish horror movies, low budget. Yeah. Yes, they hang their hat on being low budget, right? Mm-hmm. So I went on IMDb, and I got the top 10 trauma horror movies as rated by IMDb. Did we talk about what this one got? I haven't got there yet, but oh, we will. okay. Usually we do it in the stabbies, but... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> we do it in the getting lit section. Did I sound like Beetlejuice? A little bit. Oh, Maybe I am a Beetlejuice fan. You guys ready? Yes. All right, number 10, Father's Day, 2011. I've never seen it. No. Oh. Number nine, Tromeo and Juliet, 1996. No. Um, Geist, 2006. Yes. You've seen it. I have seen seen that. that, Did you like it? It was fucking weird. (laughs) Okay. We thought it was Poltergeist, and we ordered it. No. We paid for it. (laughs) (laughs) I figured this was was actually, it was Brian and Ashley. It was, we were over at her dad's house, and we tried to just like, we were trying to buy the new Poltergeist. Uh, you bought Poltergeist. And we got Poltergeist and it oh started in and we were like, what the fuck is this? I Were figured you he watched it with Mal or something. It seemed no. like some movie she would have. Mm. Total accident. Poltergeist. <laughs> 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 it was about like a killer chicken or something? Yeah. Really? Oh my God. Yeah. Number seven, The Toxic Avenger 2000. Yes. I don't know if I saw the 2000 one. I don't know if I've seen that. But I've seen the original. Number six, Terror, it did, I'm sorry. That was Toxic Avenger 4, 2000. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Uh, number six, Terror Firmer, 1999. Number five, Toxic Avenger, 1984. So, yes, I have seen that if that's the original. Mm-hmm. Is it good? It's pretty, yeah. It's based Is off a comic weird? book, right? Is, isn't the Toxic Avenger so. a comic book? He's yeah. a superhero, right? He's like yeah, a janitor. He's, that, like, he's a like a janitor. mutant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Number four, Combat Shock, 1984. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Number three, Return to Nukem High, no. 2017. No. That's relatively new. Yeah, I didn't realize I had so many new ones. Um, number two, Dialing for Dingbats, 1989. <laughs> no. And number one, can you guess what the number one IMDb rated trauma horror movie is? Mm-mm. Take a wild guess. It's not Killer Condom, is it? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know many of their movies. Mutant Blast, 2018. Mm. Oh, I was going to guess that. My point in all of this is, did you guys notice like a fucking movie that did not make the top 10 for this one production company's movies? Killer Condom. Killer Condom. So, they've made like, I forget how many hundreds of movies. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Shit ton. It makes me wonder if they just like fund these projects and like, well, they're all like independent films too, right? So yeah. they like probably put their name on it so that yeah, yeah. Anyway, neat. That is neat. I oh. thought it was pretty cool. Open your um, mind. Open Spain. your mind, young man. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Change right. that to ass and oh lord! <laughs> this killer condom movie's got Seth like he's <laughs> whoo. Oh, 
snorting <laughs> his wine. Choked on my wine. Sweating a little bit over there. He's snorting his wine. All right, Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the uh, critics at Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie? I already saw it, so I'm not gonna guess. What is it like? A uh, in the fifties? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> what was it? Forty percent. Well, that's close. 40%. Now, the audience at Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 58%. Mm. IMDb has this movie at a, a 5.3 out of 10, so 53%. We gave it a 1.5, 30%. So we were lower than uh, the critics at Rotten Tomatoes. And that's even with me giving it a Stabby's rating. See, I think if it, if it had, if it was in English, you would have liked it a lot better. Um, I agree. Because it was, <laughs> I had to pause a lot because it was so fast. The primary reason I did not, it, maybe if I went back and watched it a second time, not having to take notes for the podcast, I might have liked it more. That made it hard. Trying to watch the movie, yeah. read it, figure out who's saying what, yeah. and then write notes about what is going on, it was rough. Well, yeah. the quality is not like great so some of the subtitles are actually hard to read because mm-hmm. they were white yeah, yeah so, they were they blended yeah. in um yeah i'm gonna be honest i'm probably never gonna watch this fucking movie again ever probably not i would if someone wanted to watch it for fun it'd be a funny one to just put on i think i would if they overdubbed it yeah so i wouldn't have to like if it was in english <laughs> and we were all hammered and watched this i feel like you'd think it was hilarious yeah there were a lot of funny parts yeah yeah, I'd, I don't know. I don't think I would <laughs> ever watch this again. But that's okay. Everybody's I'm if you different. had never seen it and it was in English and we watched mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. Anywho. Well, do you guys have anything else that you'd like to talk about about the movie Killer Condom, HMC 13, Seth's pick? I don't think so. Can you guys believe that we've done 13 episodes of our own picks? We've done one crew review which was on that shitty ass Kevin Bacon movie mm. and we've done what six no it will be six we've done five Krubies requests see I was surprised when I was doing the post for the platform I'm like fuck has it really been five of those um, but yeah it was yeah so are we at 18 18 episodes that's crazy it's wild man it's crazy it's wild Crazy, crazy. So next week, well, when this comes out, it'll already be next week. So we're going to have um, Kruby's Request, number six, Terrifier. That was suggested by our buddies up in Kanata, a podcast on Elm Street. Um, they're going to join us for the getting lit and talking shit portion of that. That'll be fun. And then we're getting together over the weekend to watch, um, is it Becky? Becky. Yeah. Becky. Dude, I'm excited for that. Yeah, it looks good. I need to watch the trailer. It looks real good. I got to figure out when we're going <clears> to <throat> release that. Actually, that might come out before this episode, <laughs> so people might already listen to it. It would? Yeah, because I want to release it in August. I what guess I could release it too. Yeah, well. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Anyway, Seth, is there anything else you want to talk about about this beautiful um, portrayal of um, condoms eating, biting off penises but not even eating them for the <laughs> nourishment that you may get from? An erect penis. An erect penis. No, I think I'm good. Jess, anything you'd like to talk about? Mm, that was a good pick. Thank you. It's different. Mm. And We're going to post the pick. I still enjoyed it. Oh, the pick. <laughs> oh, the oh, pick. Oh, yeah, we got to post your sketch. I'm so happy. Oh, wait, what that. were you thinking? Oh, you meant the actual pick of the movie. 
the pick of the movie. No, I just thought you meant the sketch. Of the condom. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Jess, do you want to tell our valued, uh, much appreciated listeners where they can find the Horror Movie Crew? Sure, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any streaming podcast platform. All right. Well, in that case, uh, I just have one thing to say. We're out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye, all. (laughs) Fuck you. No! Oh, fucking tiny dick. Oh my god. That's why I hated it. It was jelly, jelly of macaroni. trivia tell us about jesus she knows all about jesus j-e-s-u-s jesus <laughs> did you know jesus backwards is sausage <laughs>